All right, welcome to the Hello Sport podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. Byron Bay edition. Um, essentially, me and Eddie are doing this from the sand. Mm. Uh, four days late, absolutely swamped. I haven't had a second to spare. Busy, busy, busy. But um, as I welcome him in, punters, dribblers, put your hands together as well as I do. Because the big man is dropped to the knee, he's gone the big lift, and is now officially a, a fiancé. Edward Simpson, welcome. Thank you for the clap, uh, Tom, punters, dribblers. Uh, warms my heart. A cacophony of claps. Yeah, a cacophony of claps. I know I know. I speak for Ella when I say that it warms her heart too. Uh, obviously went the big lift, some, some, some keen-eyed dribblers sort of spotted something was up and you know, it's made its way through the punters and dribblers page. If you're not in there, then stiff shit. Um, but mate, went the big lift. Went the big lift after 10 years, one month. Thought, you know what? I'm gonna. She's ticked every box. She's ticked every box. You have to give it probably one She's more. She's out of boxes to tick, mate. Yeah. She's out of boxes to tick. She's ticked a lot of them. She's ticked them properly with with a beautiful pen, mm. great great penmanship. And yep. I thought, you know what? Yep, I'm doing it. So up at Bine, what what better time? We come up here a lot, so. I thought, fuck it, I'll get on with it. Now, you and I had discussed about the timings, Tom. Mm. Originally, I was going to do it a bit later in the week, but I thought, you know what? Uh, with your guidance, what better way than to do it when you're around, uh, different than that show, Hamish is around, obviously, our fiancés, all of us, Carly fiance's and Steph. Um, we'd had dinner booked in, and so oh, it was just then about me getting the job done. Now, did rain sort of come in and start to swirl up some doubt in my mind? Yeah, sure, it might have done. I was just a little bit of the opinion like, is this romantic enough? As the heavens open and a quick text to Tom soothed, it soothed me. I'm soothed glad me. it did. I was like, how you going? Have you? You done? were like, get on with it, bro. <laughs> Dinner's in an hour, dude. Get on with the job. I'm like, he's absolutely right. I've just got to knuckle down here and, yeah. and, and get down on the knee and fucking get on with it. Did I have half a bottle of rosé before? Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I did. Was I a bit nervous? Yeah, I was. I was actually perfect. I was sweet all day until the final sort of hour. Well, see, I thought you were going to do it earlier in the day. I thought like... Like when you were like, well, yeah, we were going to, but the then beach. we went to the beach, and I'm not going to do it on the fucking beach in front of people, mate. I'm not that sort of operator. Like, no understand. way. And she's not that person either, because I asked my sister, and she's like, do not do that. No. Like, she'll hate it. No. So I didn't do that. No. And then it was just about, okay, when's the right time? And then she was getting ready, and it was a bit like, well, I'm going to, you know, I don't know. Anyway, got the job done. Tears? No tears. Which, I mean, when I got down there, as I was like, knee. when I got down on the knee, I, I probably could have gone either way, punters, dribblers, I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I mean, I could have, I probably could have gone there, but she didn't. Like, so that, yeah. So it's, you know, she started laughing, being like, are you serious? Are you serious? Is this is a joke? Which sort of put me at ease. And then I was like, okay, this is going to be like a relaxed time. Yeah. It's not going to be. This isn't going to be. This isn't waterworks central. No. So we just had a laugh and a hug and a kiss and, 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 it, was, and it was nice and it was lovely. And we said a, a few niceties, Tom, and then we, we nipped off for margaritas, mate. Rolled into my, we were there waiting for you. Were, I, I, well, to be honest, I was because Steph knew my Steph, mm. but I hadn't. I didn't say anything to Heyman. Do you reckon they knew? Well, I think they did in the sense that because I thought you were going to do it during the day, and then you were going to come around to our place. Yes, and you might come around. So I was like, all right, well, look. I was like, we were all on the beach. I was like, oh, look, I'm just going to go home. Eddie might said he might come around in a bit. I was like, we might go get some champagne, some oysters and shit. I just sort of said it like, yeah. 
And then Carly said to Steph, as we were leaving, just under her breath, going, is this fucking actually happening? Steph's like, what? She's like, why the fuck would Tom ever go and get champagne <laughs> and oysters? <laughs> nah, and yeah, she was yeah. like, her parent, Ella's, because Ella's family are down here as well, P's and D's, so he was like, she thought that that was all planned, Ella's family being down here was planned and everything. So like, we'd never had the conversation, but Steph, then when I, we, me and Steph left, I was like, does Carly fucking know something's up? She was like, listen, we haven't said anything, but... I'm pretty sure she thinks something's happening. Yeah. But then when you guys walked in, it was just sort of like, so I assumed that they'd been having the conversation straight and curved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, we'd yeah. been having the conversation, and then it was like... Mate, conversations were being had left, right, right and centre. centre. All, like, over the, all over the country. All over the country, there were whispers on yeah. the wind, mate. Make no mistake. Which is why it was good that I went I went early, because I caught her off guard. I yes. caught a lot of people off guard. Yeah, a lot did. of people had me pegged for the weekend. Mm. But I wanted to throw in a curveball, and I think I, I think I threw it in quite successfully. Very nicely done. Ah, uh, through the gate stuff. Yeah. So that was nice. We celebrated. We had a lovely time. Um, and as you say, fortuitously, punters and dribblers, you happen to be up here. Hamish happened to be up here. Another friend, Nick Parsons, friend of the show's up here with Listo's his fiance. Listo's up here. Pinky I mean, Joy coming. The, the, the list goes on and on and on. Was any of this planned? No, it wasn't. Her parents were up here. Was that? plan no it wasn't and it's it's all we just come together the podcast from the beach from the home. from the beach i mean like is it is it 35 and sunny with not a cloud in the sky you better believe it are, are we, we sucking back coronas? a couple of coronas yeah yes. fucking oath we are look bloke in a bar we've finished them well, so yeah we ran out of blokes obviously the podcast proudly brought to you by blokes we did abuse the bottle for not having blokes yeah well as we always preach on the podcast if they haven't got them, you give them an earful. That's what we've done. Uh, we didn't hold back. No. I think I think what we did was, you know, it's appropriate. Not, I'm closing my eyes and dreaming of blokes every time mm. I have a sip. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, I mean, look, sometimes you've got to just close your eyes and dream of a bloke. Yeah. Sometimes you've got to do that. Yeah. Uh, that's what we're doing today. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I think safe to say punters and dribblers are in a pretty good place. Great place. Just for, for those asking at home, how's Byron? How's it all going? Yeah, it's good. How's the time off? Loved it. Has yeah. it been important? Yeah. Look, we've had a big season as well. Well, look, I mean, when you're at the top of the heat, punters and dribblers, it can be quite taxing. Sometimes you, well, sometimes even we need R&R. Are yeah. we still going the big lift on a podcast for you, buddy, you know, loyal listeners? Yeah, we are. We are. Because... It is being recorded on the phone if you're going, we're five, ten minutes in, the audio quality not up to what it usually is. Mm. What you've got to understand is that you were just recording this on a phone, such is our commitment to you. Yeah. Also, the OG punter and dribbler will know that, you know, this audio quality has it's been seen before. Yeah, well, this is still probably better than some of the podcasts uh, of previous years, of yesteryear. Mm, we've released some dog shit stuff, but, uh, you know, thanks for all the, the well wishes, punters and dribblers. Uh, and just to the people, it's just funny because, like, there are obviously P's and D's that we don't necessarily know, but who are just following Ella on Instagram. Yes, <laughs> so how, it would seem. That's how you find that shit. So it would seem. She's been, she's like, I've been getting a lot of uh, follows recently. <laughs> and I'm like, that's lovely. I'm sure they're all dribblers. Yeah, well. Show me them. Uh, yeah, he's yeah, a dribbler. Yeah, he's a dribbler. He's a dribbler. Here's a guy who calls himself. Come, uh, come dog. Come dog. Sleep dribbler. Um, so and to questions from from uh, Danny Exotic, can he organise the Bucks? Well, look, mate, maybe there'd need to be a lot of R and R. Listen, before we get into the actual grand final, the weekend of grand finals, a special mention does need to go the way of Danny Exotic, who's 
I mean, when we're talking about climbing the, 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 the dribbler heap. Of which there is quite a heap. There's quite a heap. Danny Exotic certainly has this week. He's pound for pound. Biggest dribbler on the planet, right? Mate, now. mate, right now he's, he's a pound for pound champ. Yeah. He's a pound for pound champ. He's, he's, he's uh, finals week rhetoric. He's finals week content. Dude, Some of the best I've seen. And then his bender, post-grand final of... Mm. What, 48 hours after the game finished? Yeah. But took it on the fucking shin like a man, yeah. right? Like, addressed the camera, addressed the dribblers, was obviously heartbroken, but, you know, made special mention of Storm being too good. It was classy. And it was class. It was all class from top to bottom. Now, he's he's our dribbler of the week. I mean, we don't usually do that, but we are today. He's fucking got it, mate. Oh, yeah. People are calling for him to get a baggy green. Now, I don't know if I'm going that far, but I'm, shit. But if he keeps turning up like that, it's it's hard. It's going to be hard for me to say no. I'm not going to encourage, you know, a sort of an outlandish abuse of R&R yeah. in the pursuit of a baggy green, but services to dribble and yarn yeah. could certainly see someone get that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Mate, services to dribble and yarn, providing, you know, top-of-the-heap top content for, for the dribblers, can get you a baggy green. I want to, like, if you go the big lift for mm. the podcast and for the podcast world, as it were, you know, there's potential to be adorned in Moreno Wool I mean, now I'm just like, this can all be trimmed if we were to ever edit this one. This one probably not going to be edited, but does Danny Exotic... Does he get one? Does he earn one? In terms of dribbler content and contributions to dribbling yarn, he was he kept he did the Matty Nable videos the, all he did the Matty season. Nable videos all season. He also did one for Ko. He had like the, the way that we were kept across how the grand final was going for him. That luncheon he put on mm. the big dance luncheon. Yeah. yeah. And then you know. <laughs> The two-day sort of absolute pulverising <laughs> of his mind and body. And but spirit. I, mate, as I'm saying, I'm starting to think he's he's ticked all the boxes. Like, right? what else would you want from a P? From a from from a dribbler. And it was original, right? Like, no one else has no pun on dribblers done this for. No, us. no, 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 no. This was, and he wasn't asking for anything. He just did it for the love of the podcast yeah. and the love of dribbling yarn. And when you think about someone you want on your 11s... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You sort of want him there, don't you? There's a part of me that's like, I feel like Danny Exotic is almost a crucial team member. You know, and they yeah. go like, every good team has like a character or yeah. two. Yeah, and he's a team player. He seems like a real team player. Strikes me as a team player, Tom. Look, I'm I'm prepared to give one into him. I think here and now. I think I'm yeah. I think I'm doing. I think we're doing. Danny, it. as you are we doing this? It? As you're hearing this, Mister Exotic. Yeah. We'd like to officially welcome you to the, the eleven, bro. You're in, mate. You're in. Huge. I didn't. I didn't expect this coming in. Rolling in, I didn't listen. Maybe it's the maybe it's the picture perfect blue skies or the blokes in a Corona bottle. Or the fact that I'm newly engaged. I mean, He's I don't know. Engaged. We're in good. We're in a good mood. We're you caught us at a mood. fucking You've good got time. Us at a great time, Danny. But we're men of our word. Yeah. And we have officially welcomed you. You're in. Heaven. You're in. Services Congratulations. To dribble and yarn. Yeah, like, for services to dribble and to yarn. Because some people will get it like for you know um, making. A plaque or the the last dribble uh, yes. painting that we got, but yep. this is just purely a services to dribble dribbling yarn. You're in, bruh. Congratulations, huge from Danny. Huge from Danny. Love that, bruh. Well done. Congratulations. Um, but the grand final, I mean, look, yeah, disappointing if you're a Penrith fan, but. The game itself. The game itself was shit. Yeah. Sorry, that's my opinion. Like, yeah, it was. There was a bit of razzle dazzle at the end, but I mean, the game was over, bro. The, the Storm don't give up twenty two points. No. Which, what did it blow up to? Twenty six, even. 
I think it was 20 nil at half time or 22 nil at half time. 22 nil at half time, and then Pappenhausen scored right after the break, and it went to 26 nil. Yeah. I mean, no, 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 no. It's no. all over. And um, I have never in my life found Gus Gould more unbearable. And I know everyone says it, and people always like Gus Gould. I, I like Gus Gould most of the time in terms of like he's over the top and he gives good rugby league insight, but usually it's not so hectically biased. And everyone's been hammering him all week. Obviously, we're doing the podcast a little later, but like, mate, he was fucking unbearable. Mm. Like when they were 14 something nil down, 18 nil down, and he's going, Penrith is still on top here. And I'm like, bruh, they're getting pumped into the ground. Yes, on they had top. lucky calls, but like, you can't be saying they're on top, dude. It was, and he came out and said he wasn't being biased. It's like, mate, you know what? I'd respect you more if you, yeah, it was a tough one for me to call because my my dick rears for Penrith. You know mm, what I mean, mm, mm. mate? It, like to say that it was anything other than one eyed is is complete and utter bullshit. To be honest, like. He, that was just as one-eyed a call as I've ever heard, really. And Gus can be one-eyed. Of course he can. That's like, cool. And that's sort of why people... In Origin games, he's one-eyed as fuck. Yeah, but which is fine. You sort of expect that, right? Because everyone's one-eyed in Origin, yeah. really, except Rabs. He's the only he's one that's... Because he's class act straight down the line. That's right. But by and by, by the... By, the, by, by and large, large, rather... Too um, relaxed, Teddy. You're, you're forgetting your words. Oh, I am. By and large, he was as one-eyed as I've ever heard to the point where... The punter and the dribbler were in fucking raptures, Tom. Yeah. About it. It was frustrating, dude. Um, but yeah, look, disappointing for Penrith. We predicted it. We did. I just said, oh, we said, and I, I stand by it. The big dance, the grand final, is a different kettle of fish. You go to bed every fucking night thinking about it. The build-up's different. The week's different. And when you've got no touch points or no experience of that. It just, it's hard to fucking... Know what to expect. To know what to expect, that's right. And like, and when a couple of little things don't go your way, like right? Like the penalty try. Like the penalty try, like which happened. Try. But like, that's, that's sport, mate. There's going to be things that happen that rattle you sometimes, right? And they usually happen in the big moments. That seems to be the way of the fucking, the way it all works, right? And then once they fell behind, they started to force... The pass, yeah. you know what I mean? Like they went looking for points. Instead of playing their normal football, they tried to fucking score off every play, you know what I mean? Like That intercept of Unavalu was just a Cleary. Yeah, and then work. Cleary's like, I'd play that every time. And then you hear Joey Johns being like, when the when the defense is rushing up and in like that, you got to play short. And he goes- And you know what? And uh, you know what he said as well? He goes, when you see that space out wide, he goes, it's a mirage. Yes. That's what I love. He goes, that space out there is a mirage. If they rush up, play short. Yeah. I was like, that's so- And I'm like- uh, uh, look, Cleary, I know that you've said that you don't regret it and you'd do it again, but I'm probably going to side with the goat here on this one. You wouldn't do it again because you've got an industry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so why, that, would do it yeah, why would you do it again? It make any sense. <laughs> just, 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 Have you, you know, you've got to learn from this experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You go, no, I wouldn't do that again. Yeah, but you don't go, I'd do that again. What, you'd throw another intercept? They essentially lost you the game? Silly. Can you just put the old phone over there on silent, Edward? Uh, how do I do that? Uh, click on the side and yep. drag down from the top. Yep. And then to the left, second down, left, second down, or top, sorry, second, top, left, second across. Center? Yeah. There we go. I didn't explain that well. No, you didn't. I got you. The start off, I did. Swipe down. No, I love that. It was, it, mate, it was going really well until it wasn't. Until it wasn't. Um, which is kind of like the grand final. Um, it was kind of like Penrith. So, look, you know, I know I've been saying this all season. Benny Porter, I'm talking to you. Like... Cleary 
is great, right? And he's had a great season, but I still haven't seen him stand up in the big moment. Well, that was his big moment. That's the big moment, right? So he's had three origins where he hasn't stood up, or four origins, five origins, and he's had a grand final, and he stood up in none of them. Now, that doesn't mean that I... We've been, that doesn't mean he can't stand no, up in the future. But he hasn't, stood, he hasn't yet. stood up yet. Hopefully he is not completely ruined by this and goes into origin and stands up there because we need him. But Oh, mate, best believe we fucking need no, him. No, he has not stood up yet. Because he didn't play well. No, he didn't. Dribblers. No, he didn't. And he admits it, except he says he'd still throw that Vunavalu pass, which makes no sense, but... <laughs> Uh, shout out to Vunavalu though For one of the great fucking Grand final tries like, good. Gets like to his knees Basically crawling back up Palming, fending yeah. out, running I'm like you are a fucking rugby league handful bro. Well he's going to rugby union How about that? That was well, his last game He's going to be a rugby union handful Yes How about Pappenhausen Clive Churchill medalist in the grand final Tigers Those absolute DMC losers Let him go Like sorry bro You don't have what it takes Craig's like, ah, yeah, I'll take it. Uh, because you know what Craig has at his disposal, though? Greatest fullback of all time, Billy Slater, just to, just to help mould that boy into yeah. a throbber. Like, obviously had the foundations, but, you know, I don't think there's any coincidence that his stratospheric rise uh, sort of aligns with the fact that he's been working pretty closely with Billy. No, it'd certainly help, wouldn't it? Um, but he was fucking sick And I like him He seems like a nice guy seems Shout like out nice. to Sportsbet For paying out fucking Cam Smith As Clive Churchill medalist And losing five million Yeah thanks Sportsbet I, I tell you what They'll make that money back In stolen Instagram content Because they love to do that Now obviously <laughs> If they want to sponsor us At any point We'll happily Lie about the fact That they rip content Left right and centre Look it, we can turn a blind eye we For also, money Well for money We'll turn a blind eye To almost anything Stealing Instagram content That's fine We'll say this And we may have said this On a podcast before But pretty sure we know Who it is Yeah I think Yeah, we, few we, people have been Hit us look, up we're, Look we're being hit up And we may have been put to, you Turned into a certain direction Into a certain direction It was surpri- a surprising direction It was a surprising direction I, I've Because they're be, known Yeah yeah they're known If you like rugby league You'll know them Yeah and we know them yeah. And they know us and you know we thought we were on better terms than that but but we'll leave it at that well and it's not just us it's fucking not not just us that get pillaged oh yeah there's pillaging there's pillaging in fact we'd probably be on the lower end of the pillaging to be fair but there's other people at significantly higher up the pillaging list yes Anyway, but, that's the sport that they're paying out. So, yeah, shout out to them for paying out five million. Shout out to the Storm who, well, I mean, you know what fucking gave me the shits as well? I'm just like, when James Hooper tried to say that the Melbourne Storm aren't the benchmark and that the Roosters were like in the last, since the turn, it's like, mate, how, what can, you the, how can you say that? <laughs> what do you mean? What game have you been watching, bro? I know, I know. Like, it's, when he said, I'm like, why, why, why have you got such a bee in your bonnet about the fucking Melbourne Storm? I don't know. Maybe they, maybe there's something that I don't know about, right? But he seems to fucking hate the whole setup. And I'm like, mate, for someone that haven't bought a player, right, in the last 15 years of note, they turn water into wine year after year after year yeah. after year after year. They lose Cooper. They still fucking, they still manage to win this year. They've lost Billy. They still manage to win this year without him. Like they've got Robbers coming through and Munster and Pappenhausen. And like, yeah. you just, you just go, mate, like these guys, Jerome try- Hughes is like, where the fuck was Jerome Hughes fucking five years Jerome ago? Jerome Hughes bro? was like, Joey even said at the start of the year, he was like, mate, he's, you know, he was the biggest concern he had for them at the storm. That's for sure. He said he wasn't a half. Now he's like, he's playing world-class halfback football. 
football. Yeah. But he, and he was in the fullback a little bit. Pappenhausen was behind uh, Drinkwater and Hughes for fullback at Melbourne. Mm. They turn water into wine every mm. single year. Every single year, mate. And, like, you just look at their record. Like, yeah, they had some, some premiership strips, sure. But, like... You know, even 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 as proud you know legends of the Manly Club as we are, mm. a team that was absolutely you know mm. uh, screwed over by their salary cap cheating, we are still able to acknowledge that they are without a shadow of a doubt the benchmark for the last fucking twenty years almost. Mate, like the amount of grand finals they've made since their inception in nineteen fucking ninety nine <laughs> is outrageous. Ninety eight. Ninety eight. Outrageous. Right. Absolutely outrageous. Like, mate, you can't you can't help but just sit back and, so and, and applaud. So you go ninety nine win, yeah. two thousand and six, six seven, eight, nine. So loss so six, but just seven, in, loss, but just yeah. in ninety nine yeah. in yeah. and win, two thousand six in, uh, in lose. Set, let's just go. Let's just go in ninety nine, two thousand six, seven, eight, nine, four in a row. Yeah. Then ten, eleven, twelve. Uh, ten, eleven. They're in twelve. Yep. Then 13, 14. They're in, they're in, uh, they're in 16, 17. 16, 16 17, 18. Win. Yep. 16, 17, 18, they're in. And, and then, then 20. 20. They win. They're in and win. Like, and they're not the benchmark. 6, 7, 8, 9, 13. 12. Uh, 12, 16, 16 17, 17, 18, 20. 20. That is fucking outrageous. It's ridiculous. And that's with not buying a benchmark player. Think about that. Really, like a real benchmark player. It's 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 astonishing. So shout out to them. For and I mean, our new good mate said he well yours you bumped into him, but Cooper Johns obviously was a fan. Came up and said good idea. Cooper came up. Cooper's a fan. Cooper's a class act. Cooper's a class act. Uh, more than happy to have a yarn. Uh, did I fucking try and... It wasn't his, but I tried on someone's fucking uh, grand final premiership ring. How did it look did. good on the finger? Yeah, it did. It did look good. Did I think about where it all went wrong and how maybe if I'd taken a different path that I could too one day have worn a premiership ring? Well, I'm wondering if the powers that be at the Seagull sort of... You know, they often will give rings to prominent club members as well. Mm, mm. People that have helped. People of note, people that help, and obviously, you know, um, our standing in the club is obviously just on the up and up because we're clearly the number one fans of the Seagulls mm. in the world, uh, and then probably closely followed by our friend Hugh Jackman. Um, but whether they maybe size up a couple for us after we win it in 2021? Well, know. look, I mean, I don't want to put words in their mouth, Tom, but... I think they'd be having quiet discussions around the at, at board level, mate, about about sort of measuring us up. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if you know the jewelers come around, you know, knocking knock on, knock on our door, knocking on our door. And we're, look, just so they know, we're we're happy to let them in. Yeah, yeah, just DM us, we'll send you the address. Yeah, yeah, not a problem. I think that'd be a nice touch. But it was it was it was good to see all the boys flaring. I mean, they were they were enjoying themselves. They were respectful. They were fucking. Cordial. Uh, they came and paid their respects. Though. They paid their respects, which was nice. Again, class act stuff. But, you know, the premiership ring looks fucking good in, in person, punters and dribblers. I'll give you that. I've seen, well, we've both seen Vic Morrow's. Liked Manly Vic's. Fame of 2008 Manly Grand Final. Or maybe it's 2011 Manly Grand Final win, I think. Vic Morrow. Uh, and then I also saw Sam Burgess's once. Although we probably shouldn't go there, but premiership ring I did see. Mm. Um, but yeah, obviously, Manly twenty twenty one. 
looking forward to seeing that one. Um, but now, other grand final was obviously the AFL grand final, which, to be fair, was a better game of, of football, I think. Both grand finals had absolutely abysmal pre-game performance. Half-time performance. Can someone explain to me how it's so hard to get right? I can't work out whether it's just like... Is it laziness? I think it's more like record company interest. So it's like, I don't know whether Sony has an interest with Channel 9 or whether some sort of ownership, right? And then, you know, with the AFL and all that, and like what, what record companies maybe are aligned or whatever, right? But... There's no way, and this is no offense to Amy Shark, who is a f- super successful and talented fucking musician. How the fuck that is an aligning performer, and then in the AFL, it's almost like they don't know who the fuck their target market is. And then in the AFL, they had the DMAs who were sick, and if the DMAs had played some rock songs as opposed to a cover of Shares Believe, which is a great cover, but it ain't gonna get you lead in the pencil before a fucking grand final. And then some other slow, sad song. And the guys before them who looked like elves, <laughs> dressed in fucking, you know, Gucci suits, did a cover of Powderfinger and didn't do it justice. And then the fucking weird band that sings Geronimo, the whole thing was just an absolute bed shit. And we were just watching this guy, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Sucks, but the game of AFL was good. Gary Ablett did his shoulder. Felt sorry for Gary in his last game, but Dustin Johnson three fucking Norm Smiths, bro. That's a pretty. That's pretty dude. Good. He's the only guy to have three. Yeah. He's a fucking alpha male, whether you like, whether when you like him or AFL, not, bro. Oh, he's a he's an alpha yeah. male, mate. Holy shit, like. Mm-hmm. He loves a time, which I respect. Yeah. He can kick the fucking shit out of a Sharon. He's, he's elusive. He's powerful. He's Four steppy. He's, he's got a lot of pana- pa- panache when pizzazz, he plays. Pizzazz when he plays. Well, he plays I mean? like a rugby league player. He, he does, mate. Well, cause it, because he's from Campbelltown, mate. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? He's got a bit of New South Wales in his blood. That's what gets me up and about. Not only is he the first player to, AFL player to win three Norm Smiths, he's also the first NRL player to win three Norm Smiths. So... <laughs> You know. Well, he was reared on the great game, mate. He had a steed in his hands at birth. He went the Sharon route, obviously saw some opportunities to rip and tear well, and, to dominate, and dominate, right? I mean, right? the best player in AFL history. And look, I mean, you've got to be a, sp- a pretty smart operator to recognise, you know, an opening early in the going. So I respect that he backed himself, but he's fucking reaping the rewards now, mate. Big Holy time. shit. Big. You see that carry-on they had with Fisher? Yeah, dude, that's it. The Mad Mondays look like they've been pretty good. So that Fisher is the, I'm losing it. Yeah. Uh, that looked like a pretty wild uh, Mad Monday. Certainly don't think any Red Bulls would have gone down there, Eddie. No, I don't think Red so. Red Bull free zone at the Mad I think, Mondays. I think, I, think Red Bull, I think a Red Bull free zone, mate. I'd Particularly with so. Fisher around, I yeah. would have thought pretty... I don't think Fisher's sort of... And Dusty around. doesn't strike me as a bloke. I mean, he loves a time, but he doesn't strike me as a Red Bull operator. Red Bull man. No, 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 not at all. No. And then, you know, the NRL Mad Mondays where... Um, Munster and Hectic Cheese look like they were just... They look pretty straight and narrow to me, mate. They look pretty straight up and yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I just think it would have been lots and lots of, of pissing. Yeah, I think so, mate. Just a couple of four X's and then an early and night. And then an early night to mm. bed, early to bed, early to rise. Those that's are... right. That's what they say, Tom. That's what they say. It's an old adage, mate. Um, but, Eddie, that sort of, I think, brings us to the end of the, well, rugby league, AFL, but... This Wednesday coming, we're straight in origin. We yeah, look, that's second to breathe. That's where our attention turns, and obviously, it's pretty well documented how poorly Manly ended up going this year. Um, obviously, some things turned against us, but since you know, since you know, 
probably around round 15, around 12, when I knew we were out, I've had my eyes firmly fixed on the start of November and Origin football time. Yeah. Now, the teams are out. New South Wales looking okay, looking good, not as good as we probably might have hoped well, at the start of the year, just because of a couple of injuries here and there, right? A couple of but, injuries but, to Turbo, but, to Latrell. But across the board, I think it looks pretty fucking red hot. Well, our forwards are, uh, are absolutely alpha. Our forward pack is as alpha as it gets. And then in the backs, Keary, or Cleary, Keary, Gutho, Whiten, Fox. Is Fergo the other wing? No. Who is the other thing? Is it Codrick? Codrick. Is it? Is it? Do you want me to look? Chuck my phone on that I think it is. I didn't actually acknowledge that winger. Let's just have a little look-see here. Shout out again. Um, Santa's Jack Wyden and Clint Gutherson. Now, has Clint played much centre? Um, I don't think so, but I also back Clint to sort of like... Clint's a good enough player. I think Clint's had a fucking good year as well. Yes. Clint's had a very, very, very good year. So I think I, I back him in there. Who have they got up front? Do they go Junior Paulo and... Um, who's the other front rower? Side Feedy. Here we go. So we got Tedesco. Daniel Tupo's made a return. Tupo, okay. Tedesco, Tupo, Gutherson, White and Addo Carr. Kiri, Cleary, Saifidi, Cook, Junior Paulo, Cordner, Frizzell, Jakey Turbo. <coughs> good friend, Jakey Turbo. Yeah, good luck, brother. You'll absolutely kill it, mate. Bench, Cody Walker, Payne Haas, Cameron Murray, Angus Crichton. Good to see you. I like the bench. Yeah. I like the bench a lot. I reckon you got a lot of firepower off the bench. We we armed an art about who the 14 or the interchange player might be. I think Cody Walker's a pretty good pick. I like Cody Walker. Cody Walker can play all across the park. Payne Haas a fucking weapon. Payne Haas is a weapon, and I like him coming on to do damage after 20 minutes. Yeah, Cameron Um, Murray. Cameron Murray for quick play the ball and Angus Crichton because he's a fucking animal and he's a sick ball player and he loves fucking origin football. He's a no-brainer for me. And he's a good friend of the There's show. a lot of people out there don't like Angus Crichton. I'm like, what game do you watch when you watch Angus play? Like, he fucking tore it up this year, mate. It was crew best form. I was like, tore it up this year. And Freddie knows what the fuck he's yeah. on about. So Freddie likes him. Like, you, you can't not, right? No. Well, listen, I'm happy to. Say I think it's a well. I think it's a really well balanced team. There's a yarn about Tedesco being injured. At which point, uh, Gutho or Walker may go to fullback, which is interesting. And that's a little like that's obviously not as strong a team, but I still think. I think I think I think you would one hundred and fifty thousand percent play Clint at fullback and yeah. and Cody in the centres. Yeah, you're um, not gonna you're not gonna throw fucking Cody Walker to fullback, mate. No, you're not. That would be ridiculous. Now, not Origin. Queensland team: AJ Brimson, good. Xavier Coates, Brenko Lee has like come from the clouds this year. Like, talk about being kissed on the dick. Brenko's been kicked. When you've been sacked from the Titans and the Dogs, like, you know, and I don't mean for being, like, bad, but just playing, obviously, like, form. Mm. To be sacked from the Titans and the Dogs is one of the great Narbras, like... Oh, that's a Narbra. You're not up to it. That's the definition of Narbra. Uh, And then to come back, win a comp with the Storm and then make Origin, like, very... Kudos to you, bro. Uh, Then Dane Gagai, Philip Sammy, Cameron Munster and DCE. Christian Welch, a good friend of the show, is at number eight. Good luck, Christian. Congratulations. Yeah, good luck. Well done, mate. Uh, Jake Friend, good to see Jake get around. Mate, I was pumped 
up when I read that. Like, no one's toiled more than Jake Fran, right? And unfortunately for him, born at basically the same time as Cameron Smith. So he sat behind him his entire career. Played a lot of great football, won a shitload of comps. Like, he's class. And I think he'll bring a lot of much-needed experience to their very inexperienced side. Calm head. Uh, Josh Papali... And uh, he's also the other front rower. Cohen- Josh Papali is... Well, he's just a fucking all-timer. My God. Cohen Hess, I feel like, has done... He's lucky to get picked again. I don't think his form is very good, but, like, whatever, bro. Cohen Hess, Felice Kafusi, Tino Fa'atsuamala Ali. There was so many people when they were picking their origin teams had this guy on the bench. And I was like, how the fuck... And obviously he plays on the bench with a storm, but, like... He's been such an animal, and Queensland is so fucked for players. I was like, how is this cunt not talk, being talk, spoken about as starting? And yeah. thank God they have got him at number 13, because he is a weapon, and they need someone like him on the field. Then the bench, Ben Hunt, Lindsay Collins, Jai Arrow, and Jaden Sewer. So, I mean, for the Queensland dribbles out there, make of that what you will. <laughs> um, but I will say this, I don't, it's, it's certainly not the strongest outfit you've rolled out. No. Certainly not. I wonder whether if you if if Gutho was out, whether you just put Christian Stephen Crichton into the centres and put Gutho to fullback, and then keep Cody bench. on the bench because he's the utility. Yeah. I think that's what you do. Stephen Crichton also looked as big, big and as thick as you can ever possibly look in blue. Yeah. Do you see those photos of him training? Fuck me, he looked hot to try. He looked unbelievable, mate. It was. He, he looked hot as shit. He looked hot as shit. Now, a couple more things before we sort of leave uh, rugby league in general. Bryce Cartwright signs with Parramatta. How does that make you feel? Whatever. I don't know if it strengthens their side. I don't think so. I don't think that's a very good signing at all. No offence to Bryce, but like you haven't... Parramatta, but... But Bryce hasn't been playing that well. Unless they're paying him absolute peanuts. Like, I don't... Bryce Cartwright wasn't the same player when he left Penrith, I don't think. No, I I think everyone would agree with that. He's done nothing. Now, good luck to him. We always want to see everyone do well, but fuck. I would... Like, there was young Manly who were going to sign him. I was like, no, thank you. Please don't. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, no thanks. No thanks. We'll have Angus Crichton, though, if he's going. Heard he might be. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to happen now, but I think that might be later on in the piece if it does happen. But Angus, reach out if you feel like coming to Manly. We'll, we'll show you around town. Happy to break the deal, mate. You just let us know. Um, is that rugby league, Tom? Have you got anything else, mate? <sighs> mate, I think that that is rugby league, Eddie. Now, what were the... Um, it's just, you just had the thing, uh, The Rock? Yeah. From memory? Yeah, I think that might have been Oh, do we want to talk about Khabib retiring? Shout out to Khabib Nurmagomedov. Did you watch it? No, I didn't. Dude, he fucked... Because up. it was at five in the morning. It was seven in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Me and Haim, uh, we did a bit of a Danny Exotic... Uh, you bent into it. No, I didn't again. I'm, you know what, I'm putting shame on Danny's name by even pretending like I did a Danny Exotic. But, you know, we got into Danny Exotic sort of areas areas on the AFL Grand Final. Forgot that the fucking UFC was on Brighton early the next day, but got up for it. Robert Whittaker, Bobby Knuckles got it done, which was sick. He looked fucking very good. And a rematch with Adesanya beckons. Yes. 
But what was the most impressive was Kabir, where he just came out and he just stood with fucking KG. Like, he was like, I'm just going to... He was like, I'm not scared of his fucking power or his punching. And he stood... And, like, he had hands. Everyone's, like, just talking about Kabir being a wrestler, but you're like, holy shit. Well, mate, he dropped Conor McGregor. Don't forget that. I know, but that was more... That was more like one looping punch because Conor was worried about him shooting for a takedown. And he's just, instead of going for the takedown, he swung a fucking right hand. But this was like, I'm pressing, like Kibbe was pressing forward the whole time and like boxing him up, like fucking him up. Mm. And then getting hit and just kept coming forward, then taking him down and going for submissions and shit. Like it was super fucking impressive. You're like, oh my God. But then obviously he ends up winning, beating Gagey. 29 and 0 or whatever it is to finish his career retiring very sad but cool but Cormier said that when he submitted him he choked him out because he said that he heard during the week that Gagey was like I'm not, I'll never tap and he's like I didn't want to so I think he started off with an armbar and then transitioned into like a choke yeah, yeah, yeah. and was like I didn't want to break his arm in front of his parents so I just choked him out Gee, he's on a different level, that motherfucker. Mm. Like, so wildly talented. Like, untouchable at the lightweight. Yeah. Untouchable at lightweight. What, what's funny is how... Because, like, a bunch of people calling him the GOAT. And then John Jones, who, in fairness, has pissed hotter than Bronson Cherry over his time. But, well, probably not as hot as Bronson Cherry, in fairness. That's probably as hot as you'll get. Yeah, yeah, That surface of the sun Yeah, yeah, that's molten that's that's lava, lava stuff. But he's pissed hot a few times, certainly hot. But he's like, John Jones is like, uh, come back to me when he's had 15 title fights and 11 successful defenses mm. and no losses. And then, like, went through, John Jones, like, went through, because everyone's calling it, like, could be the goat now, or some people. Yeah. And then John Jones has just gone through the list of scalps he has, and you're like, yeah, well, that's actually completely legit. Like, well, Khabib hasn't fought that many weapons, weapons, really. No. Not he's got, he's got a great record, and he's fucking amazing. But he's not the goat. No, fuck no, 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 no. People, but people get people get too toey with the goat chat yeah. for mine. Like people, people lose sight of history a lot of the time. Very and, quickly. And very quickly. And they just go fucking throwing it out left, right, and center. Like, yeah, Khabib's great. Yeah. He may, you may be able to call him the goat lightweight all time, but he's not the greatest UFC or mixed martial artist of all time. He's and not. That has he hasn't done enough. Time. He hasn't done enough. John Jones was a champion when he was 21 or John Jones has never lost. No. Ever. Ever. No. And the majority of his fights in his career have been title fights. Yes. At the light weight, where there's a lot of animals running light around. Heavy. Light heavy, brother. Where there's, you know, animals fucking Dude, left, right, and center. He went through, like, the, he, like his first few title defenses, I think. And it was, like, Leoto Machida, a former champion. Rampage Jackson, a former champion. Fucking Rashad Evans, a former champion. Someone else, a former champion. You're like, mate, like, there's just no comparison between careers. Like, there's just no comparison. But it was dope. Congratulations to him. Sad to see him go. Sad to see him go. Interesting what happens now at the lightweight division with with Tony Ferguson, Justin Gagey, and Conor McGregor. Like you know, I mean, I'm still I'm still not any closer to being excited about his fight with Dustin Poirier. I'll give you the hot tip. Like, not putting a whole lot of lead in my pencil at this point in time. But I wonder whether they'll make it for a title. 
I don't and think so. I don't think so. You don't reckon the UFC want to get Conor, make Conor champion again? Yeah, but it's a little. It, I mean, how is where's Dustin Poirier on the contention list? Oh, he's fucking. He's number two. Okay, so they could then. So he'd be now number one, I think, because Gage would be number one. He'd be number two. Connor is Connor, so they'll do whatever for him. So that t- so that may well be for the title. Yeah, actually, something. When like is that. it? January, February, January. Pretty sure it's in January. January, January. Which isn't that far away, punters and dribblers. Like no. two and a half months. So it may well be for the title. In fact, the more I think about it, the more I'm thinking probably will be. Yeah. Oh. Interesting. Very. Now, Eddie, before we wrap this thing up, a couple of things quickly. Firstly, got to have a got to send a shout out to my sister, mm-hmm. Bonnie. Yeah. Who's living in New York. And uh, got one of the gnarliest fucking surgeries on the week during the week. And by one of the gnarliest, I mean, you know, you can probably have some gnarlier surgeries, mm. but some sort of tendon issue in her arm and had to get like a full fucking, I don't know if she had like a plate put in her arm or some shit. She sent me the x-rays, but just wanted to give her a shout out. She's, you know, you know, end-owned up to the eyeball. Doing it tough. In New York, in that fucking scat old shithole, that yeah. country. Mm. Um, you know, living her life, but... Mate, sorry to hear that, Bonnie. I hope you're doing all right. No, she's doing all right, but do you know like, what's crazy is because she's obviously got a job over there that pays, like she's insured. Yep. But back when she was meant to have... She broke her thumb once when she was over there, painting a, painting a picture of her being a bit of a klutz at this point. Yes. Which she might be, uh, but broke her thumb... And then they were like, well, you get, if you get surgery, it's going to cost you 30 grand or you just don't do anything. And I'm pretty Good sure Good Lord, mate. It's like, yeah, sorry, it's going to cost you 30 grand to fix. We were like, ah, oh, fuck that. Like, fuck that shit. But anyway, that's America for you. That's America for you, mate. What a dump. What a dump. Shout out to Bonds. Hope you're well, babe. Be soon, babe. Be soon, babe. And I think she turned, it's her birthday on Wednesday, Origin Day. So happy, happy Origin Day, happy birthday. Happy Origin Day, happy birthday. Um, and oh, hello, Steffi. You're just rolling in. You've come in mid podcast here. That's good. I'm just getting some water. That's okay. Cool. No, just, you do you. You do you. We're just saying good day. <laughs> Very yeah, we are. That's exactly how we are. Um, the Rock, Eddie. Mr. Magoo. Mr. Magoo, captain of the Magoos. Uh, the guy just can't fucking, I don't know, he just takes himself so seriously. But he obviously, you may have seen this during the week on his Instagram, he clearly like just bumped his head on something. As he was like just not He walked into a cupboard And then ran to the gym And pretended like he's fucking (laughs) Getting after it Yeah He's bumped his head In the cupboard in the kitchen He's got Drawn some blood Runs straight out to his gym That he called the Iron Paradise Got Instagram open And been like Yo This isn't a place Where we play tiddlywinks And nursery rhymes Where you get lumped up I'm like Listen dude You're just lifting weights Like let's calm down You're not doing any SAS shit Mate, you're, you're pumping weights, bro. And like, stop making it out like it's fucking some crazy, hectic discipline. You know no. what I mean? You're not, you're not out there, you're not, you're not doing jiu-jitsu no. or kickboxing or, you know, you're no martial arts at all. We could all lift weights. You're just lifting heavier weights than most other people. Like, give it a fucking rest. And I'll give you the hot tip, mate. That looked like, it, it didn't look any more... Nasty than like a bad mosquito bite or something, right? On his on his yeah, el- on his eyebrow, yeah, he's like, like oh, "I'm gonna go get stitches." No, you don't. If you like scratch a pimple, 
No, you don't. And it's... then he's licking up his COVID blood off oh, his face. Oh, God, mate. Give the COVID blood a rest. Yeah, keep that COVID blood away from me, mate. Yuck, mate. Yuck. Like, you go and get a tetanus shot, mate. <laughs> Unbelievable. Can you give yourself tetanus? Oh, mate, if anyone could, it would be king of the magoos. Yeah, and then he'd gram it. And then he'd grab and go, Gil, give me some Guess what? Tetanus. I just gave myself tetanus. We're not fucking around in this own paradise. You know, I'm giving myself tetanus out here. It's like, oh my God, bro. <laughs> just give it a rest. Yeah. He, so, look, is The Rock becoming more and more unbearable? Yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. And everyone knows it. And everyone knows it. Have, you, have we opened your eyes, sheeple? Yeah. <laughs> have we opened your eyes to The Rock and his madness? Yes. Yeah, we have. Yeah, we have. And think us later. Yeah. Um... I think that's it. That's it. Bro. I think we've done it. We've done it. Go on the big lift. You're welcome. welcome. We've been swamped this week. It's been tough. Swamp. Absolutely swamped. Under the pump. Swamp. Uh, but State of Origin next week. We'll, we'll be back probably Monday. Yeah. Ish. Ish. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Be soon. Bye.